just one of these psalms, Psalm 27, that we might be encouraged to respond to God's invitation to come and talk with him. So first of all, as you read this psalm, we see that God invites us to come and talk to him. It's an invitation to step forward. It's an invitation to experience God. Psalm 27a says, My heart has heard you say, Come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I'm coming. I like that response. I think that needs to be all of our responses right now. Lord, I'm coming to you. Whether you're coming back to him or whether you're coming to him for the very first time or whether you served him all of your life to respond to that. Say, Lord, I'm coming. I'm coming. I want to talk with you. And see, God is always inviting us to come to him, to seek him, to get to know him, to talk to him. And he will welcome us as we do. See, God wants us to look to him. God wants us to seek him, not just in times uh, like we're going through right now, but he wants us to do that every day, to come to him and respond to him and talk with him. And I trust that you realize that now is a very appropriate time you know, to, to respond to God. But even though our hearts may cry out with inside of us that, yes, I want to do this, isn't it amazing how fear or our human reasoning sometimes gets in the way and we pull back instead of coming and responding to that invitation? Now is the time to accept that invitation from God and to truly seek Him and to get to know Him. And responding to that invitation is really, it's just a beginning of many beautiful things that God wants you to experience. See, God is calling out to the whole world, come and talk with me. Come and seek me out. And that invitation is to you and it's to me. And he's saying to us, come. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a talk. Come and seek me. Come and find me. Look to me today because I want to help you. I want to talk to you. I want to comfort you. I want to get to know you more. Come to my table of blessing that I've prepared for you. See, God is inviting us to come. Let's respond to that. Let's respond just like the psalm says, Lord, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm throwing aside everything else, Lord, and I'm going to heed your invitation. I'm not going to put it off any longer. I'm coming, Lord. I'm coming and responding to your invitation. And then secondly, as we respond to God's invitation to come, we need to recognize that he will welcome us, that he will receive us. He will receive us with open arms. Psalm 27, 9 and 10. Do not turn your back on me. Do not reject your servant in anger. You have always been my helper. Don't leave me now. Don't abandon me. O oh God of my salvation, even my father and mother abandoned me. The Lord will hold me close. I like that. The Lord will hold me close. You know, sometimes we're worried that, well, God's not going to accept me. God's not going to receive me because there's things that I've done in my life that I know were wrong. And I, I know that I'm not even living the way I should be living even now. And so many people dismiss a relationship with God because they believe the lie that God won't receive them. And God is telling us, listen, I want you to come. I want you to come close to me. I want to surround you and love on you. So that's a very common thing to take place where 
we kind of convince ourselves, well, I don't think God will receive me. I often hear people, they tell me, Pastor, oh, but you don't know me. You don't know the things that I've done. It doesn't matter what you have done. When there's an invitation, you simply respond, and God will take care of it. So friends, this morning, there's an invitation to come. And again, God's giving the invitation. God knows who we are. God knows what we have done, and yet he's still extending an invitation to you. And the time to respond to that is now. Don't wait. Too often we keep waiting and waiting and waiting, and then it's too late. The time of salvation is right now. There are some things as well that we need to remind ourselves to kind of combat that lie that God wouldn't receive us. See, the psalmist reminds himself, and he says, God, you're my helper. You're my proven helper. You're the God who responds to me. You're the God who answers my prayers. You're the God who offers us salvation. You're the God that wants to save us from sin. You're the God that is the Savior of the world. We need to remind ourselves of that. John 3, 16, I love this uh, verse. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, Jesus, so that everyone who believes in Jesus will not perish, but have eternal life. You need to remember something. God loves you. He loves you. He's the God who wants to help you. He's the God that is our helper. He is the God in where our help comes from. And it also goes on to say that our God is a good father. I really like this part as well. See, a good father, he won't abandon us. A good father won't reject us. And God is saying here that he is, a, he is a good father that awaits our return to him. Just like the story in the Bible, maybe you heard of it, the prodigal son. And the prodigal son, he squanders his inheritances, he, he leaves home, he goes away to a foreign land, he, he blows everything on partying and drinking and all those kinds of things. But he finally comes to his senses, and he thinks, if I could just go back, you know, my, the servants of my father were being treated better than what I'm being treated right now. I'll go back to my father and say, Lord, just treat me as a servant. But as he went back, his father came running to him, opening up his arms to him, wrapping his arms around him. Friends, that's a beautiful picture of our heavenly father. That's what he's trying to tell us, that he, he's looking, he's searching for us. Every day he's waiting for us to respond to that invitation to come to him. And as we come to him, he's not going to come and say, oh, you're such a bad person. You did such terrible things. No, he's just simply going to put out his arms and wrap them around us and hug us and love on us. That's a beautiful thing. That's what our Heavenly Father does. He says he will hold us close, an embrace of love. Isn't that something that probably all of us need right now? We've been doing our social distancing making sure, you know, we're 10, 12 feet away from each other. You know, we're sometimes going beyond the six feet. And, you know, there's so many people that you just want to hug or you just want to shake their hand, and you know they need it. But it's like, no, no, we can't do that. We can't do that. But our Heavenly Father is saying, I can do that. I can do that. And I pray that if you need a hug today, that the Heavenly Father would wrap his arms around you as you respond to him 
and that you experienced a hug from Almighty God. Then thirdly, in responding to God's invitation to come, God will teach you. He will help you. He will show you the way you should go. He will give you insight and help you to learn. He'll give you wisdom. He'll give you understanding. Psalm 27, 11, teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path. How do you serve God? How do we get it right? How do we respond to God after we accept that invitation? Well, God is saying, listen, I'm going to help you with that. I'm going to speak to you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to lead you. I'm going to help you through life's obstacles and the stresses of life. He's going to show us how to live. And when we give our hearts to God, God will speak to us. He speaks to us through his Holy Spirit that resides in us and teaches us and he convicts us and he leads us into those ways of righteousness. See, God wants to have a relationship with us to the point where, yes, God speaks to us. How does he speak to us? Well, he speaks to us through the word of God. He speaks to us as we pray. He speaks to us through the Holy Spirit, that, that inner voice that is inside of us. And he tells us he wants to lead us down right paths, paths that are good for us. If we'll just simply look to him and seek him. I know many of us can probably testify that, you know, I've gone down some wrong roads. I've, I've made some mistakes in my life. Well, that's why it's so important that we look to him because he wants to lead us down right paths, paths that are best for us, paths that result in good things. And as you respond to that invitation, he will guide you. He will teach you. He will help you. And then fourth, as we respond to God's invitation to come, he will protect us from our enemies, from people who want to cause us harm. Now, that's a really sad thing to realize, that there are people out there in our world that want to cause us harm. And, and that has happened here in our nation of Canada with people grieving because there's been people out there that want to cause us harm. Psalm 27, 11, 12 says, Teach me how to live, O Lord. Lead me along the right path because my enemies are waiting for me. Do not let me fall into their hands, for they accuse me of things I've never done, and every breath they threaten me with violence. There's enough evil things and evil people out there that we need to avoid. And God says, I want to even help you with that as well. I want to guide you. I want to lead you away from temptation. I want to lead you away from evil. So that's a good thing. That's the kind of leading that we really need in our lives. And that comes from a relationship with God that we can hear God telling us when we need to Get out of the way or not go to a certain place or avoid this certain individual. God does that. And actually, it's even part of the Lord's Prayer. Matthew 6, 13, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God wants to do that for us. And he's inviting us to involve him in our lives so that he can help us to avoid evil that is all around us. Friends, when God is with us, there is no force powerful enough to oppose him. We're safe in him. And he is able to deliver us from our enemies. After all, even as the psalmist tells us here in these psalms, he's our deliverer. He's our fortress. He's our strong tower. He's our rock of protection. He's our almighty God. That's who he is. He is able to protect us and desires to protect us, guiding and leading us away from our enemies. So very important, again, to have fellowship with him that we might be sensitive 
to his leading. Number five, in responding to God's invitation to come, God desires to bring good into our lives. Verse 13, he says, yes, I am confident I will see the Lord's goodness while I'm here in the land of the living. Let me tell you, that's a word for a lot of people out there right now. They're kind of at the place a lot of people think, man, Alberta's doomed. Like our oil is down, the economy is down, we got COVID-19, like forget it, we're all doomed. And I want to tell you something, you're going to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. You're going to see things get turned around. I believe even in the oil industry, there's going to be a turnaround that is going to take place. You're going to live to see it, friends. You're going to see the goodness of God while you're here in the land of the living. See, God desires to give good things to his people in life and also in the life hereafter. Sometimes, you know, we, we serve God and we think, well, all my rewards are just going to be in heaven. I, I guess that's where I'm going to get them all. And the Bible does say, store up your treasures in heaven. It's a good thing to do, to store up treasures in heaven. But also let us realize that God wants to bless us here as well. He wants to bless our lives every day. And God has good things for us to experience in this life right now. Even with this COVID virus, we need to be confident. We will see the goodness of God displayed while we are alive. There's going to be a change. It's already started. It's already occurring, friends, and you're going to see the blessings of God again. Now, the enemy of our soul, he likes to, you know, jump on these kinds of things, take advantage of these things, you know, increase the fear and, and get people all worried and, and to give up hope and destroy us. That's his job. We need to realize that when we see terrible things happen, that isn't God. That's the enemy of your soul, the devil. Listen what the Bible says about him. Jesus says these words. The thief's purpose, referring to the devil, is to steal, kill, destroy. But my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. So the enemy of your soul wants to destroy you, but God wants to give you a rich and satisfying life. You will see good things take place. Let that confidence arise. See, he is the God of turnaround. He is the God of breakthrough. He is the God who delivers, and you can trust him that he's going to see you through to another time where you're going to experience the goodness of God. Friends, be confident of that. You're going to see the goodness of God being displayed in your lives and the lives of others, not only in your own life, but in this province and also in this nation, if we will come. Then lastly, in responding to God's invitation, God will help you to be patient and strong. Verse 14 says, wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Now, we talked about that last week, that right now we, we need to patiently endure. And that's not a, a strong suit for many of us, including myself. But we need to patiently endure during this time of isolation. Things are starting to change. That's good to see. But we still need to be patient. Hang in there be brave, be courageous. God is, yes, he's wanting to help us in this area as well. He, he's wanting to help us to develop a greater patience in our lives, but he's also wanting to help us to be courageous. He doesn't want fear in our lives. God is not the author of fear. God is the author of peace. 
That's another good thing that you need to remember in life, that when you feel fear coming around you, that isn't God. That's not him. When you feel the peace, that's him. That's what he desires to do. So trust him. Wait patiently for him to respond. Don't allow fear to rule. Rather be strong and courageous. As we respond to that invitation, as we welcome him, he will bring a confidence within us that things are going to work out. Even things that right now look impossible. God is famous for making the impossible possible. So there's no need to fear. Look what the author says in verse 1 of Psalm 27. If you went to the very start, it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? See, God wants to help us, even with the patience that we're all needing right now. He wants to help us with those fears of tomorrow. He wants to help us have courage in the face of the storm that we're facing. It's just one final thing that God wants to do in our lives if we just simply respond to him and hear that call, come to me, and our response being, I'm coming. So in closing, I trust you'll reach out to God during this time. You'll heed that invitation that God is extending you. Draw close. Come. Seek him, the Bible says, while he may be found. It's important that we don't keep waiting. Because there will come a day when it will be too late. And we don't want that day to happen. Now is the day to serve the Lord. Now is the day to be serving Jesus Christ. Don't keep waiting. Don't keep waiting. God is wanting fellowship with you. He's wanting to help you. He's not going to reject you. Rather, he's going to accept you with open arms. God has good things in store for you yet. And he wants you to turn your life over to him that you might experience those blessings. Because God is good. He desires good things for you, leading you into greater pastures and into those still waters. Remember that Psalm 23. So I encourage you to respond to that invitation. Don't open up your heart to God. Maybe you could just simply say a prayer just like this. Dear Jesus, I welcome you into my life today. I know that you are God. You have proven it by rising from the dead. I thank you that you desire to have a relationship with me. And I come to you today. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. And I ask you, Lord, to come into my life and have fellowship with me. Begin to speak to me in ways that I will hear and ways that I will understand. I want to respond to your invitation. And Lord, my words are, Lord, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm running to you. And I would encourage some of you that are watching today, you need to run to him. Run to him. He's got only good for you. Only good. And so on this Sunday, thank you for joining with us again today. And I trust, respond to the invitation. God is reaching out to you. God is saying to us, will you seek me? Will you look to me? I'm still calling out to you. Please don't let this season go by without responding to the call and saying, Lord, I'm coming. I'm coming now. I'm responding now to you. I thank you for your invitation. I receive it, and I'm responding today to say, Lord, I'm coming. God bless you. Thank you for joining with us today. I pray that God's richest blessing will be upon you, and I pray that as you reach out to God, 
I can guarantee you something. He will reach out to you, and he will touch you. He will minister you and bring you the peace that you need. He'll bring you the hope that you need today. Bless you. Thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to speak to you.